Welcome everybody to the Lonely TARDIS, your journey through Time Lords and space, where four, three, two companions get together to talk all about Doctor Who on a weekly basis. This week, however, it's only myself, Dolly Domofsky, and Sean Norton. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was stuffing my face with Halloween candy. Oh, that's a good good choice. Good choice. Uh, Stephen and uh, our good friend Marcus, actually our good friend Stephen as well, um, neither <laughs> of them are available to join us tonight, uh, but they will be, uh, due to prior engagements, they will be with us next week. Please stay tuned because there are some good uh, there's some good announcements coming from from uh, from Stephen on his new project, which we're still being hush hush about. Um, uh, yeah, we're going to talk this week's episode, Arachnids in the UK. Um, I did before we dive into that though. Good old, good old buddy, uh, Sean Norton on this. It's pre Halloween for both of us, but by the time this goes up, it might be Halloween knowing how, how late things usually are. You were telling in the pre-show that you ha- you guys uh, do trick-or-treating today instead of on Halloween? Yes. So depending on when people listen to this, it might always be Halloween. Sure. Um, <laughs> Good call. Yes. We, this town does Halloween, tr- I'm sorry, trick-or-treating on October 30th cool. uh, because we have a very big parade on the 31st. Oh. So the town was basically like, yeah, we're just going to have all the kids go out between 2 and 9 p.m. on the 30th because basically the whole town, as I understand it, goes to the parade. Wow. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. I had uh, never even thought about that, actually. We don't have uh, Halloween parades up in my neck of the woods, but um, I can imagine that they would be they would be pretty popular. Yeah. Well, I mean, I grew up <clears throat> I mean, I'm back here now. I've traveled the world, but I grew up about 10 miles south of here, and we just trick-or-treated on Halloween like everybody else. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't even know about this parade. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it's one of those things that's funny when it's local, you know? Sure. Totally. Um, well, you were, we got, you were carving pumpkins. When yes, I was carving a pumpkin. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm uh, my daughter is into LOL surprise dolls, which if anybody knows, they're like the hottest little dolls, the hottest dolls for little girls right now. They're like almost like physical gotcha toys, right? You don't know what kind of kind of uh, which figure you're gonna you're gonna get, um, uh, but it's, it's essentially there's these little dolls. So she wanted one of her characters to be uh, on the cake, so I did that. That was or on the cake. I'm sorry, on the um, pumpkin. I say cake because her birthday was this past weekend as well, and we had a, oh, a, yeah. a little surprise party. Yay. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I carved that on there, and I'm, I'm considering we have two more pumpkins, and I think I'm going to do one just as a, uh, you know, a Super Mario One Up type of thing. But nice. I'm tempted now that I think about it to do a Dalek in the uh, with the other one. That'd be cool. Maybe I'll maybe I'll think about that. That's possible. You ever see the ones people do with TARDIS? Oh gosh, they're amazing. Stuff yeah. and Doctor Who logo and everything. It's totally truly incredible. I don't think I'd be able to <clears throat> properly carve out one eye, let alone a a time and space machine. But, <laughs> but it's always really impressive when people do it. When I see folks um, really getting into that uh, pumpkin carving, it amazes me because it's food. They're they're carving food and they're turning it into works of art. Mm. Good, good for them. Um, before we dive into this week's episode, we do have a great comment. This is the only comment of the week. We're going to keep it short. Um, a great comment from our, our good friend, post, post, more, post, post Modern Dad. You can read the comment on the site, but he basically says, uh, first off, can I say that with the quality of these episodes, I'm rather bummed there will only be 10 episodes this season. 
Uh, I could make an analogy about the shortened episode count due to the lead, lead being a woman, but I don't think that's the case. I think it's due to the BBC mucking about like it does with regularity. Um, I, I, agree, I agree that this, with the with the assessment that this was hearkening directly back to the original edict of the series. So we're we're looking back. Uh, he's kind of replying to a couple episodes here. Um, some of the original edicts of the series that it was both in you know like the, the history. Uh, the history stuff um, that Doctor Who is based on. And he says, uh, who was it? I think Stephen who said that this could have been a very special episode of Doctor Who, but it wasn't. And that's great because when the series has done those, it never works. It didn't occur to me that uh, they could have made Rosa Parks Gallifreyan, but it, when it was mentioned, that was me. Uh, that was a possibility. It made me so much more thankful that Moffat is gone. And this was a sentiment, by the way, that I heard from a lot of folks um, since the Rosa Parks episode that people, people were very happy that they didn't, uh, Overly Doctor Who, if I yeah, was a Parks' character. Yep. They've done that in past uh, with past characters, right? The um, Winston Churchill like used Daleks to help win World War II and things like that. So there, it could have very easily fallen into that trap. So I'm glad it didn't. Um, and then, uh, yeah, bracing myself to be disappointed that the next episode Arachnids in the UK because where do you go from here? Um, and I'm going to be talking with my kids' school, actually, about adding this episode to their curriculum. And I, I, I sort of mentioned the same thing in the last episode. I actually haven't had a chance to have my daughter sit down and watch Rosa Parks uh, mm. yet, um, just because we've, been, we've had kind of a crazy weekend. But I think that that's probably coming up in the next couple of days here. So, uh, yeah, good, all good comments. Thanks. To, pe pe feel free to keep commenting. Uh, add us with us. On Twitter yeah. and on Facebook and on the site, it's, I actually it's got to read everything. Somebody, oh, uh, did you? I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't even know he was he was listening to us, but he was. Um, uh, he listened to the episode and he he really was glad that we felt the same way he did. And yeah, um, <laughs> I, well, I mean, it's just he thought it was special too, and yeah. he was glad to to hear our commentary on it. So uh, I'm kind of amazed how many people thought that we were overly somber throughout the. Uh, <laughs> well, we were. I mean, our usual jovial, joking, yeah, yeah, Barbie cutting everybody off. It wasn't. I mean, it was. It was heavy, and I, I think we, we, we. I think we conveyed that. Um, mm -hmm. And he was. He was funny. He was like, "Yeah, I, you know, I, I was. Uh, I didn't know how Marcus was going to react, and uh, he was enjoying it, and everything's yeah. good." I was like, "Yeah, no, it's <laughs> that's our boy. Just that's our uh, boy, keeping us on our toes, but." No, it's. I'm glad. I'm really glad. I, it 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 always kind of, it, it very much humbles me to hear that we get feedback from folks, um, and that people are listening, and we appreciate yeah. that. And to to get texts and and Facebook comments and stuff. I don't know if you saw those, and yeah, just it's really cool. So, you know, thanks for listening to the four of us ramble on about silly sci-fi stuff, and mm -hmm. please keep doing it because it makes us very happy. At least three of us. I don't know what makes Marcus happy, but <laughs> I think he likes feedback. He actually, he actually does. He's not. The, he never mentions it out loud, but he. But yeah. Anyway, say uh, uh, thank you everybody for the comments. We're cutting a little bit short with, with the comments and stuff this week, only because it's just two of us. Um, we should do an all listener episode, maybe uh, after the season's over and prior to the Christmas episode. That could be kind of fun. Sure. Listener feedback type of stuff. Um, Arachnids in the U.S. to folks. Sorry, not to cut you off, no, but fine. I have a really cool thread today that I think I'd love to get people's feedback on. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. It was some question like, if you could make one big change to a previous episode or a previous plot point, what would mm. it be? Um, stuff like oh, I'd that. I'd love to do stuff like that. That's a great idea. 
about them every week or every month or whatever. I think that'd be really cool. So, See, totally. Uh, yeah, let's talk about this week's episode. Arachnids uh, in the UK. Yeah, they sure were. They sure were arachnids in the UK. Quick summary about the episode. The doctor and her friends get back to she- return to Sheffield after uh, trancing around um, the universe and uh, the American America's, America's past, uh, the world's past. Um, they land uh, essentially right outside the 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 flat. Uh, was it is it Park Hill? Is that where they 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 land and then um, meet Yasmin's family? Uh, uh, Graham goes back to kind of grieve at his his apartment for a little bit. They all meet back up when they come to realize that there are strange things uh, afoot with spiders and giant spider carcasses that they're finding all over the place. Um, they track down where these spiders are coming from, and that's Yaz's mom's uh, place of work, which was a hotel. The whole crew heads over there, Team TARDIS, uh, heads over there to the hotel, and they discover that it was actually built on top of a, um, a co- kind of a collection of mines where uh, Yaz's mom's, I think, what was her name? Uh, Najia? Najia? Um, or no, I'm sorry, that, I'm not Yaz's mom. The, um, the arachnid... Uh, scientist that they they met jade where her company was um dumping sort of refuse from the their experiments so these these spiders mutated and uh somehow became intelligent intelligent and giant they were traveling through the tunnels underneath the city and uh collecting kind of in the hub at this hotel um and then they they kind of collect get all the spiders together into one panic room Kill them all except humanely kill them all except for one, which they end up shooting. Well, somebody ends up shooting, and uh, that's the end of the episode. So they all decide to go out into space after that. Team Tardis. Yeah, I, that was the ending. Was nice. Mm-hmm. It's was, was kind of nice to see them willingly go mm-hmm. and be like, "We want this," and for different reasons. I mean, Yaz looking to get out. And just kind of take a break from her family. Graham obviously being very, very grief stricken, and Ryan seemingly needing to see more. And, and can you say that about Graham again? You are you were uh, fading a little bit there. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just saying Graham is is very grief stricken, and yeah, he needs time, and he doesn't want to sit in his house alone. And this is this is all really good stuff. And it's nice to see that the doctor has brought some light right. and is basically saying, "Hey, listen, this is going to change you." And you're not going to come back the same, and I can't guarantee your safety, as opposed to like the happy-go-lucky or like the lonely time lord gods who are basically just like, "Come with me, it's all going to be awesome." Um, <laughs> and they all were like, "Yeah, no, we get the risks. Let's go." I thought that was really cool, and I thought that was one of the few mm-hmm. highlights from what I thought was a relatively uh, disappointing episode. Hmm. Um, I don't know how you felt about it, but I was not. I I I. <laughs> I, I wanted to like it. I thought it started good. Um, I thought there were some really cool and very strong character moments, but as a whole, it kind of left me wanting. And I, I thought the third act basically just <laughs> just didn't exist. So it just felt like they got to the third act and it was just it was just done. And it was just like wrapping up quickly, wrapping up. Done in ways that just like the episode, like oh, maybe it could have used another twenty minutes. Maybe there was stuff cut. I don't know. But it, I don't know. What did what did you think before I start bitching and moaning? Um, kind of in the same boat, kind of in the same boat. I actually like how it started off. Uh, I like some of the ties to, 
Doctor Who lore for those that are kind of keeping an eye on uh, on things and, and keeping a tab on things. Um, I thought it started off pretty strong, and uh, yeah, the first couple acts were, were really good. I didn't realize it was three acts, but I think you're right. Then the third act where they're sort of hanging out was his name. I think it was Jack Robertson, the uh, the Trump like. Um, sure. The uh, the, the was, mogul. It might as well have been, you know, uh, Uncle Sam Americason because so, totally. Although they did mention Trump in the episode and how it's sort of his arch nemesis, right? Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, uh, anyways, the uh, uh, yeah, it did. It just started to kind of, I don't want to say fall apart, but it really f- sort of flatlined during that that section. I actually enjoyed the episode. I didn't hate it. I thought it was more of a meh. Um, a, a, a kind of a high meh episode. I I do realize that they were going for some of the horror stuff, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think what kind of ruined it for me it really was wasn't so much the characters or the their you know their acting or anything. It was just that the the spiders were just normal spiders that just mutated. There was yeah. zero zero spacey stuff in there. Um, but this was some great giant conspiracy of just spiders that were mutated. By toxic waste, like it was, <laughs> I and I get it. I you know it. It seems like it's a it's sort of a homage to the seventies, right, and to classic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it seems like these guys want to tell some of those styles of stories, and that's fine. Um, but the thing is, when you're gonna you're gonna go all B horror movie, you got to make sure that stuff at least holds up, uh, at least makes sense in the in the realm of your own episode, right? Right. And I don't think it did. I there's just so many gaps in logic here. It's just like the things that bugged me were just like the 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 a couple of them that really stood out was Yaz is a police officer. Mm-hmm. She shows up to the hotel. The guy uh, American Americanson was basically like <laughs> I like that name by the way. <laughs> Johnny America. Johnny America was basically like you're fired. Let me show you why. And the guy has a gun on her, and this is like a cop, and she's. Just, <laughs> Okay, let's just trollop along here. Or when she sees all the crazy toxic waste dumping and horrible shit in the basement caverns, she's just like, well, yeah, righto, that sucks. Um, Pretends that she's a cop for a split second. Yeah, and like the American, it was just so, like, I look, I appreciate a good parody, um, but he was just so on the nose. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it took me out of it a little bit. Like, it, it just, it was. it's like, okay, guys, I, I get it. And we deserve it. Ha ha ha, Trump. Ha ha ha, we suck. Ha ha ha, our 2020 elections are going to be a joke. Okay, cool. Um, but man, that was like, that was long, long 35 minutes of this guy just like, it's just such a, it, it, their stereotype and then it's over the top, like beating you to death with it. And I just thought they went on the wrong side of that spectrum. And uh, maybe he'll show up again. Maybe they're laying the groundwork for him to be a recurring, doofy, you know, Harriet Jones style figure. But Eh, I didn't. I, it didn't really click with me, um, which is a shame because we are ripe for the picking. Um, and I think a, a, a character like that could have been really well done, but he was just a fucking cartoon. I think when it's done um, uh, sort of subtly, I don't say subtly, but if it, it, when it's done differently, like with uh, Paulie's character, where they talk about sort of the, uh, uh, you know, they, they, I think it was the was it the Zygon inversion where he he's like, you know, you can't. You can't just start killing all of them because that's how they get radicalized. Something where he did that speech about about um, kind of tying it almost to like ISIS and, and yeah. I think that kind of that would have worked a little bit better here. Um, but yeah, it was just a carbon copy of of 
uh, our Lord and President Savior Donald, Donald Trump. But, right, but it was weird. It was, it was almost, it was, yeah. It was like they either wanted to parody Trump, but they couldn't, but they name-dropped him anyway to make it like seem, hey, you know, in case you didn't pick up on this. Or it's like a commentary on our policy. You didn't get that nudge the first 50 times. Yeah. Where he yelled, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> or it's, a, you know, in the hotel ownership or whatever, but... Or it's a nudge on, or a knock on our politics, a not so subtle knock, where it's like, yeah, the only chance you're going to have with Trump is look how screwed you are. You're going to have another Trump on the other side in both mm-hmm. parties. And I get it. Like I said, you know, we're a goofy place right now. We're, we're a bad, goofy place, and we're easily on the chopping block to, to be mocked and made fun of and be, become stereotypes. And I totally get that. But God damn it, do it a little more cleverly. Like, <laughs> and he's a good actor. Like yeah, he, he is. I was excited. Chris Knott, who yeah. is, uh, has been on a lot of a lot of television, a lot of shows, movies. Yeah, and I was excited to see what he bring. And I don't know. I feel like the writing kind of let him down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's the as police officer stuff. And then there's the spiders. Oh, the spiders! I will say, they look good. Like this. Yeah, is the animation is actually good. This is not your grandfather's Doctor Who, right? Like. We've it, talked about that, right? How it seems like the uh, they're starting to push the production values a little yeah. bit more. How about that new time vortex in the beginning, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. I like it. Looked amazing, and and the spiders looked good. And as an arachnophobe, unfortunately, uh, I did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I I think I would have appreciated if there was a little more to it. They kind of like. Finding out that they were basically just giant, like house spiders, mm-hmm. it's kind of kind of like eh, okay. That's, I guess that's that's a thing. And I don't know. Maybe I would have been more into it if if the wrapping of this whole plot had been a little like better, if mm-hmm. they kind of wrapped it up better. But it's just kind of so convoluted, and 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 we've got this really strange sort of. Uh, conflict like it's conflicting the, with the doctor's morality and we're seeing it again and again where she just she's like oh no i'm i'm anti-guns or no i'm anti-killing or i'm anti you know you're not mm-hmm. gonna hurt anything but five minutes before johnny america walks into the room and puts a bullet in the spider's brain like she talked about how it was basically in agony because it was slowly suffocating right mm-hmm. so it's too big yeah, yeah yeah it gets too big and it can't breathe and it's dying and so exp- <laughs> I don't understand. Like the guy does a mercy killing. Is it just because he had a gun? Like is she was she going to be okay with that spider just sitting there and slowly just agonizingly dying? I, I don't I don't understand where this doctor is coming from. And I don't I did not understand it when it happened in the first episode where she tricked the guy into detonating DNA bombs that were going to slowly kill him. But then the dude who had been hunted and was going to be brought to be tortured for eternity kicks him off the ledge. He gets talking to. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't get it. And I don't get it. You yeah. know, that Rosa Parks incident as well, where Ryan zaps the dude back to the Stone Age where he probably gets eaten by dinosaurs. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's been a lot of uh, there's a lot of death in these uh, Doctor Who episodes that they they're just okay going forward. She wasn't a hypocrite, like, right? Right. Like, my hope now is that it, it's not bad writing and it's not sort of Chibnall being weak at certain things, but it's it's going to be set up for like an awakening for her. You know, this character is going to be in for a rude awakening, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that they're laying very subtle groundwork. Not even subtle, very you know, they're they're laying a beeline throughout this series that some shit's going to come to roost here. Because otherwise, it just—it's just—it's just bad. Like it, it's bad yeah. plotting for a character that 
we so desperately need to continue. Like, we all love her. We love the performance she's mm-hmm. doing. We're, we're excited to see the doctor she becomes. But we're desperate to see that and more characteristics and stuff. And the last thing we need is for this character, this this version of the doctor, to be a, a nonsensical hypocrite. So I, you know, you're bringing up a good point in in, in sort of tangential tangential to all this. Is that even a word? Um, we have we've seen some kind of flashes of we've seen great storytelling in these episodes, but I have yet to see I have yet to see something that's you know that's the Jodie Whittaker doctor. So that down the line, I could say this was yeah. what Jodie Whittaker's doctor. I mean, we're only four episodes in, but guess what? We're almost halfway through the season. I mean, it'll be halfway through the season Sunday. Yeah. We haven't had that kind of moment yet. We did have it like from the get go. We had it with Peter Capaldi. We had it um, uh, after a, you know a few episodes of Matt Smith and a few episodes, a couple episodes of, of David Tennant, but they were there right towards the beginning. And we haven't had anything that's even, I mean, for my opinion, it feels like we haven't had anything that's, that that's going to make her care portrayal super memorable. So I'm hoping that there's something the rest of the season. That it hasn't yeah. happened yet. Definitely not no. this episode. I think you're right. And in the beginning, I, I didn't mind, you know, I didn't mind that there wasn't a big speech, you know, uh, 10 had the, the, um, what the hell were those aliens called on Christmas day where he lost his hand in a sword fight. And yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of man am I? And this is a fighting hand that get out of here and gives a speech. And this was protected. And then Eleven had his, um, you know, he walked through and he's like, the earth is protected. And then, of course, Capaldi had his, where he's, you know, he's sitting there drinking coffee and he's like, yeah. you know, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his whole thing was like, am I a good man? And he had a lot of, uh, a lot of really standout moments. Um, but I, I didn't mind that, that she didn't have that because I, I appreciated that it was more just, they're going to do it their way, and she will get to that when she does. But like you're saying, we're halfway through a season now, um, and it's starting to seem like this isn't the big speech-making you know, doctor. There was a little hint of it last week when mm-hmm. she confronted uh, the racist in Rosa. But even that ended kind of on a dud, right? Where like she didn't really get in anything good, and then he just kind of, <laughs> she just yeah. kind of walked away. Um, and I, I think what we're, they're building towards is just a, a, a very sort of – Team-oriented, empathetic, mm-hmm. super smart, super kind, friendly doctor. And uh, you know what? And it, it's you're you're right in the team-oriented stuff because she makes a, a point at this episode to call them Team Tardis, right? I mean, Team Tardis. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Yeah. So it's, and they haven't done that before. They've never done a team feel, yeah. but she seems very much. And they're doing uh, it well. Yeah, they're doing it well. Yeah, it's very much a. Um, everyone kind of has their, it's not the doctor and their companions, you know, as, as it typically is in the past. In the past, it's like, who's Capaldi's companion going to be this season or who's Tendon's companion or whatever. It's, this is the team that's in the, this is a full on team. There's four of them. They all have their very specific roles in this. The doctor does doctor things, but it, even to this point, it hasn't seemed like any of those moments have kind of, uh, you know, put her above anybody else. She's been it, it pretty much an equal to the other characters in, in a lot of these, um, yeah, a lot of these situations. In, in fact, if, if anyone, I think Graham, just because of his, I don't want to say his age, but his character's age, uh, his experience has been sort of the, you know, on par with the doctor and sort of being more of a guy. Yeah. Feeling the show. He yeah. is 
stealing the show. Yeah, he is. What a pleasant surprise. How I'm completely surprised because it's everybody is. I think you feel I'm uh, Graham and, and Ryan to an extent, and and how they're dealing with loss. And I, I by the way, I love that. That's we're four episodes in, and in the past when Do- when characters have been you know killed off on Doctor Who, a, a, an important character by one episode, one episode later, it's over with, right? These characters are still dealing with the loss and still affecting them because it really it's only been like two two days since that first episode um uh in their time but uh i think it's it's great it's powerful that this is something that's affecting them uh, and it's affecting them really really strongly and it's really driving their characters forward and i and i i'd love to see 13 have that same type of drive for something it's just a fresh start right now it's just i'm a new doctor let's have fun and explore. And that's really all this. She kind of comes off as I'd love to see some type of, some type of drama thrown in there, but that's just me. No, I, I agree. Um, and I, I definitely, I, I think there's been a lot of the, the fandom is split as it usually yeah, is. Yeah. It seems to be not like a 50, 50 split, but maybe 70, 30 of just like people are really enjoying it. They like something new. They're loving, excuse me, they're loving Jody and whatever. Mm-hmm. And the other 30% that just feel like there's something missing, right? And I haven't really agreed with that until this episode. This is mm-hmm. the first episode of the f- season that I just kind of, I mean, I didn't hate it. It's definitely not a bad episode of Doctor Who, but it kind of was a letdown. It was very meh. And sure. yeah. I, I can start to see that. Like, you know, there's these people who say Chibnall is a great exposition writer. He's a great drama writer, but he can't do sci-fi or he can't do all these things combined in one episode. And that it's, I still think it's a little too early to tell, but I do think the signs are there that that could be true, um, which is somewhat alarming. Uh, But there are also episodes coming up. I was reading that uh, we'll have guest writers that will not be all him. I think he's written six of the 10 or has a writing credit on the 10 episodes of the season. So we'll see, you know, and I do think in a post Moffat world, that's not the one. <laughs> it's, it's not that bad. It's um, the, yeah, the consistency is a good thing in the post Moffat world. Yep. But we, you know, he they, he they gotta get it together, and they need to start balancing these things a little better. Um, and they need to, you know, I I don't. It was sci-fi-y in this in a B horror movie sense, but it also yeah. kind of was lacking. Like we were talking about, like it, it didn't seem super doctory. You know what I mean? Like she didn't try to, you know, think up ways to save the spider. She didn't come up with any cool. <clears throat> I mean, the only time she used anything uh, doctory was unlocking the doors of the sonic screwdriver at the onset of the episode, and that was basically it. Everything else was them just kind of running around and talking. I think she talked to a spider once, and the spider was understood her or something but um it, i you, you mentioned b movie and that's that's kind of, i think that that is the effect they are going for but this really feels like a sci-fi for those of us in the states that that, that listen uh it feels like a sci-fi channel level of a horror movie called spiders and that's <laughs> kind of it right you throw a few start it's like a shark this is spider nato right this is shark nato type of thing where it's like let's throw a couple stars here and there um and uh and and make this about uh we're uh, like pseudo parody pseudo sci-fi and 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 go from there and and it, it i'm it, it's not a bad it's not a yeah. bad episode this is not a bad it's actually a it's actually a fairly com- compared to a lot of the stuff that we've had to deal with Moffat in the past yeah it's actually a pretty good episode it's yeah. just i think it's it's a letdown compared to the other three because the other three had 
something a little bit more for the doctor to do. This episode, again, I I think you're right on with the stuff that Graham Graham is a wonderful surprise, and I really hope that 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 uh, his character gets pushed more the rest of the season because I think he has a lot to say. Um, but uh, I'd love for the doctor to do more, and I think I'm missing the doctor being the centerpiece in some ways. I'm missing the doctor being the centerpiece of the Doctor Who show. Sort of, yeah. Um, I I think ultimately it's taking longer to find its footing than some of the others. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've loved the first three episodes. Don't get me wrong. I think we've we've yeah. we have nothing but praise, but it's just yeah, it's still a little bit. It's still missing. Something's missing. It, yeah, and I I think it's these it's the contrast in her characterization. I think it's more grounded. Um, yeah. Better or worse, TBD. I think it's more science than science fiction right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, with exception, yeah. obviously, people will be like, well, they went to the Ghost Monument. And it's like, yeah, no, sure. I, I get it. I just think it's more than less right now. Um, uh, we'll see. I it, Again, I, I think that there are signs here. Uh, we, we talk about these really, really good things, the characterization, the, the, the dialogue when they're together, the you know, everything to do with Graham, like just goddamn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, and the, we're finally getting a little bit of character development and, and or at least with two out of three of them. Yeah, it's slower burning, but mm-hmm. I think she'll get there. But Ryan and Graham has, have been really wonderful. Um, but it just seems like they have a hard time ending episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, he just ended them so abruptly. Um, and some people have an issue with the exposition and that the doctor talks too much or the characters are talking too much at each other, almost like they're trying too hard to explain things. I haven't had that problem, but I could see why people would. Did, um, I, I want I want to understand this a little better about this specific episode. So yeah. Doctor talks about humanely letting them letting these, the spiders out of their misery. She essentially just locks them in a room and lets them like starve and suffocate to death. Is that kind of what's, what's well, that's what I didn't understand? <laughs> like the guy puts the spider out of his misery. And by the way, sidebar, Which, you want yeah. to come back to this, but yeah. I I think they've really missed a boat if they were going to pick a fucking creature. Excuse my language. Pick a creature. <laughs> That they wanted people to sympathize with somebody shooting, it's not going to be a spider. House spiders, like <laughs> it's not going to happen. You know, especially when their episode when the when the whatever the spider lady was like, oh, they don't act like this. They don't eat people. This is weird. It's like, lady, we've seen like eight cocoons. Like we, we've seen this happen. And she's like, and then I think at one point the doctor or somebody said something dumb like, well, they didn't eat them. They're just storing them or whatever. <laughs> And it's like, what is the difference? You know, they're sitting here, they're dead. I assume they're dead in cocoons and everything. And it's just, I I don't understand. Whoever thought this was a good idea missed the mark, I I think, in terms of creatures and stuff. If that was the story they wanted to tell, which is trying to get across this this doctor who is – is humane to the point, I think, of fault or, again, hypocrisy. Nobody, I, I could be wrong, unless people are spider fanatics, nobody was going to give a shit if if not Trump. Trump walked into the room and put a bullet in that spider's head. In a weird way, I almost think he did it correctly because this spider was in agony. And yeah, he, and that's and the other thing. <laughs> it, just, it just was, I think it was a miss. And yeah. to get back to your point, Yes, I believe the doctor's solution wasn't to do the normal thing of finding a different planet with different atmosphere or a way to shrink them down or whatever. It was just like, no, let's put them all in a room. And there's, you know, because I think the guy said he could survive in there for what, six weeks or something like that? Yeah. 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 Well, I assume (laughs) the spiders uh, will live on the human rations, maybe, if they do, or they'll eat each other. Um, 
or they'll get too big and they'll all suffocate and die. And that's, that's, I guess, better than killing them. Because that's the humane thing, is to let them just be crammed in a room and die. Eventually. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense. It, it, it's just, it, ugh. And that's what bothers me. And I said it at the beginning of the episode. The third act of this really brings down the whole episode. Or the, the last 20 minutes or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, so. I, I, I can't help but I can't help agree. I think, again, I, I, I think I like this a little bit more than you, only because I think there was some... There were some interesting moments, and and if it wasn't for that kind of last bit of a letdown uh, in how they resolve everything so quickly, so abruptly, um, and and Doctor, you know, John America, what did you, what'd you call him, John America? Johnny uh, America, the Matchmaker Trump. Um, I, I think it was it was a passable episode, but completely forgettable. We will yeah. not remember this episode after this. No. We will not remember this episode probably next week. Uh, no. This is just it's just one of those episodes that pops up and. And you'll say, oh, look, it's Doctor Who episode. Oh, okay, well, I guess I'll just leave it on in the background while I'm doing stuff and not really pay attention. Because there really isn't a lot to pay attention to in the episode. But um, If you remember, I think there was a moment where like uh, Ryan or Graham or both were sent out to do some recon. Then they all came back to gather up stuff. Like, yeah. together, and then they're like, all right, go back out there. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay. Which was very clearly a plot device to get them to like have their moment with his dad and stuff, mm-hmm. which I thought was really nice. But it's just silly stuff like that. Or like, how about the fact that there's at least one, if not more, spiders not in that hotel castle? Right. Fucking wrapping people up in like for whatever reason there was an exoskeleton in Graham's attic, yeah. and then there was uh, so like is that spider still just chilling in Yaz's neighbor's room? Waiting Did they manage to get them all to come back somehow? Yeah. Like. Uh, it's a stretch. It's a stretch. I mean, I, I, you know, they lowered the ones in there because of the vibrations to the room, but I don't know. I mean, they were in town, right? Like, silly. This is the stuff that bugs me, and and I, I'm always willing to do a little bit of hand waving because it's a sci-fi show about a time traveling blue police box. I get it, and mutant spiders and whatever. But too much of it adds up, and then it bugs me, and then I'm just like, it just brings the episode down for me. Yeah. And then it ended, like you were saying, it just, it, it's just over. Uh, Mr. America, Captain America walks away and um, th- they leave. And they, yeah, they have a nice ending together, but then that's it. it it's, uh, I, I, it bugged, I keep using the phrase, it bugged me without pun intentional, but it bugged me. <laughs> I just I, got it. I just, I do, <laughs> I do like the theory that, um, you know, Mr. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a new American name for this guy. Um, I got nothing. Johnny America. <laughs> he'll be back and he'll be uh-huh. back as like a bigger bad guy for the doctor so mm-hmm. that would be cool and there's another theory as we get to the halfway mark of the season that all of the bad guys are going to come back in some capacity because they've all gotten away that's uh, true yeah you're right yeah that would be interesting too but yeah we'll see we'll see we'll see well uh i guess we'll pack it up here um Good discussion. Good discussion. Oh, yeah, so negative. I, I came into this knowing that I was let down by the episode, but I feel like I've just spent the last fifteen minutes just being like, oh, <laughs> "Show, God damn it." Uh, well, let me let's get your your final thoughts. Final thoughts and your rating out of uh, out of uh, five spiders. Five spiders. Ah, uh, five spider sacks. I hate spiders so much. Um, now I know what to get you for Christmas. Yeah, literally not spiders. You're spiders, I'm yeah. Not getting me spiders. You're giving me a <laughs> present. Um, you know, we. It was going to be hard following last week, no matter what. Mm-hmm. There was no chance, no chance that this 
there was an episode that was going to follow Rosa, not to that level. And that was okay. Um, this almost reminds me, if I could use a wrestling analogy, this almost reminds me of when there's a really, really good match in a wrestling show, like a pay-per-view. And then they specifically book it because the crowd needs a break. <laughs> the crowd needs a breather and to get their energy back because they're spent. And then, so they book like a short, like either a comedy match or a short match that, that doesn't have the kind of implications. And then you have your main event and then the crowd's back into it. This to me almost felt like filler. It felt mm. like, mm. um, it felt like an homage to classic who that did some things right, but didn't really land. But coming after Rosa, especially it's really, really noticeable. Like just the dip of quality overall, I guess. Um, not in everything. The visuals are still amazing. The, 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 the direction is great. The cinematography is great. The characters themselves are doing a good job. The actors are doing a good job too. But the story and the guest stars and the sort of the way they filled the, the overall 60 minutes I think was really lacking. And I, I think it especially shows coming after such a strong, 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 all-time great episode of Who. So um, I think the baddies could have been done better, even if they had been kept spiders. Um, I think that was a miss. And I think the last chunk of the episode was just a complete, complete dud. Like it just completely fell flat. Um, I hope this arc with the doctor is going somewhere. I hope that her being sort of a hypocrite is intentional and she's going to realize that when something bad happens or something else happens. And, and that's really smart writing. And I'll benefit of the doubt at that point. But We'll see. I think the companions are great. I, I'm glad that it's a team that we've we've never seen, at least not in Modern Who. We've never really seen a team come together and do all of this as a team. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing where all that stuff goes. And yeah, I'm still liking this show. I'm liking the season. But to me, this week was just a bit of a dud. So I probably two to two and a half out of five. Okay. All right. All right. Well, my, my thoughts are um, <clears throat> I don't think it was a dud. I just think it, it, it. I mean, yeah, we knew it was gonna hard. It was gonna be difficult coming from the prior episode, Rosa. Uh, although your breathing is is just wonderfully heavy into the microphone. I'm just so sad about the <laughs> fighter episode to be really good. No, I, no. Um, I uh, yeah, I, I, we knew it was gonna. We knew it was gonna hit on the level that Rosa did. Uh, I was hoping for something kind of interesting because uh, I again, I don't look at the previews. But when they said they said spiders, I thought, okay, they've done spiders well, at least once before. Something spider-like, where they didn't they have like a queen spider in some some episode um, years ago? Uh, I think it was a tenant episode. Um, but uh, I, you know, I and it felt it did feel like a little bit of a letdown. Um, it was very much a B movie, maybe even a C movie level uh, horror film, and that was about it. Uh, very forgettable, um, but not bad, just forgettable and non-exciting. There never seemed to be like any real type of climactic uh, buildup. Um, it just sort of started and uh, and ended at, on the same note. We left a lot, lot of questions about where, these, where the rest of those spiders are and how to humanely kill spiders because I have been stomping them around my home for the last uh, 12, 13 years, um, very... Maybe it's humane to just kind of stop on spiders. I don't know. Either way, yeah. Either way, uh, I'm gonna say it's. Um, this can get a three from me. Uh, it's. I think it's the lowest rating I've given this year. But um, it just it it didn't didn't do anything for me. It didn't do anything for me. Um, but it, it wasn't bad. I don't think it was bad. I just think it just did nothing for me. I think 
you're right. And I think that, especially now with this Who, when we, they, we've had really three solid to great episodes, when you're just okay, it's, yep. it's a very noticeable thing. Yep. Like, it's a yeah. very noticeable thing. And this was just okay, which to you was passable, but to me was was more of a dud. And they're just it. As I'm talking to you and I'm hearing your very excellent summary, it was kind of boring. Like, yeah, there were really good character moments throughout, and yeah, there was good stuff with with the companions and the doctor and everything like that. But it's just kind of boring. Like, it was just big spiders. Hmm. And yeah, if, that's and, all it was. It was yeah. literally just bigger than normal spiders. Right. And right. for for all we know, there are spiders this size around around the world. Don't you know, some of these joke. Don't you dare! Well, uh, I'll, I'll have to check and, and let you know for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, nice knowing you. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, so there. some people like it, but to me and to you, it was just okay. To me, it was a mess. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we don't have any responses from Stephen and. and uh, Marcus, I think Marcus, neither of them had a chance to really watch it. Yeah. We're doing stuff. So we'll, maybe we'll start off the next episode with just a quick. I'm very curious what they think. Yeah. When they, when they do get a chance. And um, we're curious. What... <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you got it. I think we're going to say the same thing. No, Isaiah, we're curious what our listeners think. That's what I was going to say. Yes. We are twins, except I, I'm okay with spiders. Uh, Tweet us. Tweet us. Leave Facebook messages. Comment on our posts on the site, lonelytardis.com. It's a beautiful website. Let I've us know. Better, by the way, Dolly, I've gotten better. Like, I, I will let them live outside. <laughs> we have an accord. We have a treaty. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as they don't cross over the territory line into my home. Did you put, was it salt yeah. or what was it that she put around to, to, to block the spider from going? It was like vinegar, garlic, like yeah. some sort of. Yeah, I don't know. But if spiders cross the the, the line, then then they, they then they cross the line. Then they die. So. <laughs> if they break the if they break the accord, uh, you can find us at lonely tardis lonelytardis.com. You can find us individually. I'm at Dolly Demofsky. Sean, where can they find you? You can find me here on this great show where you have been leaving wonderful comments, feedback, and interacting with us, which is wonderful. Um, and I guess you can still find me on the dumpster fire. That is twitter.com at Sean Norton, S-H-A-U-N-N-O-R-T-O-N. And that does remind me, Dolly, we had a wonderful question from somebody that mm. I still don't know the answer to. And oh, it's, yeah. it was if we could pick a different topic that who could really handle, the doctor who could really handle in a really great way like they did with Rosa Parks, what would it be? Mm-hmm. I have been thinking about that for a week. Um, <laughs> and I want all of us next week, we'll do a little teaser cliffhanger here. To think about it one more week and come together and, and think of a topic or two that could be really well done, either an event in history or a current ongoing problem. And uh, I think that would make a good little pre-show discussion point before we dive into the next recap. That was our, one of our newer listeners, Stefan Swanland, uh, sent that sent that question in. If it, he says, uh, "What theme do you want Doctor Who to tackle with the same amount of quality?" As yes, as Rosa. Ah, that's a great question. Yeah, that's a great His question. name in my head is just epic. I just call him Stefan Swanland. <laughs> I like it. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. We'll see you in the next episode of Lonely Tardis. Hi. Thank you so much for listening. Sorry, we're so wacky. Not sorry, I like being. I like wacky. Wacky podcasts are good. I'm not sorry. Bye. Ooh.